Hey, Stephen Davis, welcome to our Tick Bootcamp podcast. Thank you for having me. This is great. So, Stephen, I just want to take a minute to recognize that I'm here with Ali Moresco, who is my closest friend in the Lyme community, to co-host this interview today. And Ali's back for, I don't know, Ali, the seventh time? I, I Maybe the tenth, I hope. It's, it seems like a lot, right? I've lost count, but no matter how many times is it, it is, it'll never be too many. No. So this is my favorite thing. And Allie will be back many more times after this. But this is really interesting because before we get into the weeds and the details about free medica and frequency therapy, the last podcast Allie co-hosted was with Rich. And I was very upset because he stole Allie from me. I love to close <laughs> with Allie. And it was with Professor Schneider from Stanford University about wearables and how wearables can be used to not only diagnose Lyme, but potentially from a treatment standpoint as well. So here we are again with Ali to discuss frequency therapy with Stephen Davis from Freemedica. So Stephen, I have a couple of questions for you. To start, what is the basis of your background? Like, how did you even know? This for me is so mind-blowing that someone could even put together that something like frequency could help with Lyme and tick-borne diseases. So before you even began your journey of Frimedica, and we'll get into obviously, you know, trying to heal your daughter and your grandchildren, like where were you at in life prior? Well, I grew up in Saskatchewan and the Southern Saskatchewan was tick infested, but nobody ever said anything about Lyme disease. I mean, my mm -hmm. mom used to burn ticks off me almost daily. It mm -hmm. seemed like it was quite interesting, the approach, but I grew up in Saskatchewan and moved out to Alberta. I, I don't have very much education. Um, I've got a grade eight education. And so I've been on my own for a very long time. I haven't really been employable, so I had to get creative. And so I started building businesses and doing my own thing. And that's what I've done forever. There's nothing else. It's just that, which I think is what makes you such a brilliant innovator. So it sounds like then, despite the fact that ticks were very, very prevalent growing up, um, and like hearing that your mom used to burn them off of you makes me cringe just knowing like now what the proper protocol is. It sounds like it wasn't something that was like discussed much in your community or there wasn't like a vast knowledge. Not at all. It was never, it, it wasn't brought up even for when I was on my own personal journey with my kids. Mm -hmm. It was never brought up. I'm curious to know for you without that, like knowledge of ticks, tick-borne disease, Lyme disease, when did it, when did it catch your attention? When did it cross your mind that it was out there? Well, not till I was eight years into it. My daughter was sick for 12 years. The first eight years, we just went from doctor to doctor, checking, going down every path we could uncover. And, but nobody ever once brought up Lyme disease, not once. What were your daughter's initial symptoms when she first started presenting with Lyme? Well, she had quite a few different symptoms that we would chase, flu-like symptoms, mm -hmm. low energy, just mm -hmm. those types of things. But when she had her first child, something mm -hmm. triggered and it was like something woke up inside her and just started attacking. And she started having all kinds of things, whether it be from the food that she ate, she couldn't mm -hmm. sleep. Like it just went on and on. And it's really hard for a parent to watch your mm -hmm. daughter go through that and have doctors tell you that it's in her head, Absolutely. have family members not even acknowledging that she's sick. They think it's an excuse. Mm -hmm. And I was the one that 
stood beside her because I believed her. I mean, she had no reason to make it up. Mm-hmm. And so it was a very difficult journey, particularly the first eight years. That gives me goosebumps. Um, I know so many people in the community experience that. They lose a lot of friends. They lose contact with family members. Um, and they're doubted and they're told they're crazy. And and it's horrible. Um, and that needs to change. So I'm glad, I'm glad she had you and has you. Um, do you know like where where she would have contracted it or where she was fit at all? Is there any memory of that? There isn't. <clears throat> but my daughter, she's an avid camper. And okay. so she picked it up along the way. She's taken ticks off her but in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I had all those ticks growing up, and I've yeah. never contracted Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. It's never affected me. Interesting. Um yeah, it sounds, it's funny because like my husband grew up in Michigan, constantly pulling ticks off of himself, you know, his whole childhood and teen years. And like, thank God is like, you know, perfectly healthy. And then I go to Michigan one time and get bit and I contract everything up in the sun. <laughs> so I'm like, what makes, you know, some people get sick and, you know, other people's are, people are fine and can handle it. I just, I don't get it. But um you know, and it's also interesting hearing that it, it really started for your daughter when she had children, because I it's funny, I've heard it just within the community and with friends and both ways that like some people have kids and for some reason it puts them into remission. Some people have kids and it kicks off, you know, like a, a horrible battle with Lyme and tick-borne illness. Um, and your your grandchildren have Lyme as well, right? They did, Jess, and they had my youngest grand, her youngest son was diagnosed to be autistic. Okay. And so as a family, we just accepted that and love him mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. walk, walk as a family. And, but we didn't know that he had Lyme at the time. And his older brother was ADHD off the charts. I mean, okay. off the charts. There's nothing that you could do to reason with him. And but that's definitely not the case today. Good. Thank God. Allie, can I just ask a question? Because I'm curious, uh, Stephen. Go, Matt, go. What, do you believe this was congenital Lyme, that your daughter passed it on to your grandchildren at birth because she was misdiagnosed, or was this at a later point? No, that's definitely. There's no question about that. That's the only place the boys could have could have contracted it. And what are your thoughts about the ADHD and the autism and a lot of these things that typically people don't associate with Lyme disease being a consequence or a byproduct of it, right? We've had people on who have had children with autism, uh, specifically had a child, a son with autism, and after properly treating Lyme and Bartonella, he no longer is exhibiting these these symptoms, right? So that it was a misclassification of, of autism. And in fact, once properly treated, he bounced back, right? So what are your thoughts on that? And did you experience that as well with your grandchild? That's right. He's just a normal little 14-year-old today. He's got no issues of any kind. And he is he is not on any spectrum. And so he had Lyme disease. But we still, even when he's going through everything, we still, you know, we loved him in a way that as if he had, as if he was autistic. Mm-hmm. But he's just not. And, and my other grandson, it was a funny story because just before we did the very first trial to see if our tech was going to do anything, we put them in the trial. And, but just before that, the school got a hold of my daughter and this would be the second school, I think. 
said that, you know, you're going to have to find a different school for your son or put him on some form of medication to calm him down while he's in class, which my daughter, she just wasn't really in favor of doing. And, but anyway, we put the, we did the trial. We got him free of Lyme, but instantly you just don't get better when you use our tech. I mean, people are looking for that because that's what their hope is. It's not like taking an antibiotic where you might get better in seven or 14 days. Your body needs some time to heal. Mm-hmm. And 90 days after the trial, in fact, the doctors, all the results came in from hygienics and from another source. And they said, they're all clear. There was 12 people in the, in the, in the, in the little trial that we did. And I said, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad that that's what the paper says, but my kids are still sick. And so what's next? And then a gentleman said to me, he says, you know, my wife was the same way. And he's the one that gave me the example of the antibiotic because your body literally needs time to heal. It's being damaged. And so 90 days after it was like a switch was turned on and they were just normal. Yeah. So the school phoned up my daughter and says, okay, your son's doing great. We need to know what medication you put him on. And obviously we didn't put them on any kind of medication, <laughs> just got them better. And so anyway, they're thriving today, you guys, just absolutely thriving. Oh my gosh. That's, That's incredible wild. to hear. Can yeah. you just share the severity of their symptoms? Because I'm just going to, I know the feedback we get from our listeners and from our followers is going to be, well, I am the sickest you could possibly be. And I bet Stephen's, you know, children and, and grandchildren were not that sick. I mean here we are, one was misdiagnosed with autism, another with ADHD, and your daughter was extremely sick for for 12 years, right? So can you just give us an idea of the severity of their symptoms so people can relate to your your daughter and your grandchildren here? It sounds very severe, so. It is. My daughter couldn't even, like, she couldn't function, and, Mm -hmm. you know, she's trying to raise two kids that have been diagnosed by the medical system to have severe issues, and those issues, you know, when you're sick and you, it's hard to get out of bed and you've got one child that is totally out of control, you can't calm them down. And then the other child that responds like he's got autism, like it's not, those actions are severe. Like, I don't know how to describe them besides you can't reason with them. And that's the bit, that was the biggest issue, right? If you can't reason with it with them, then they start throwing tantrums and then they start getting out of control. Then they start hitting like, because they didn't understand their own symptoms and what they were going through. And we didn't either. And so, but my daughter, when she went through this, we had to push through a three week program for our first trial. And the second day in, I think it was, she started breaking out in boils because her limps were so plugged. There was no place for any of the die off, any of these toxins to escape. And so they just started going through your skin. Like that's a very poor spot for it to go. And she didn't want to continue on. And I said, sweetheart, I hated doing this, but I had to say, sweetheart, you just got to just push through this. Like you just push through. And after a couple of days, things started to shift. And so it wasn't that she got all better at the end of the three weeks. It took 90 days. And I'm sure for some folks, it's like, we're all different. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, some people report instant results. 
Some people, it's three months, it's six months, it's 12 months before they realize that they've got their life back. And so you cannot predict this disease, not something that, mm -hmm. you know, it mimics over 300 different diseases. So how can you, how can you tag it with one line and say, this is what it is, or this is what it does? You can't. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, so for context, though, your daughter was literally not functioning. She had two children that were having issues related to Lyme that were behavioral issues. And she got better from this. So if your daughter was that sick and had that much stress and lack of sleep being a new mom, mm -hmm. then I think that's that's very powerful to show how effective this treatment can be for a lot of people in our community. And that's, Absolutely. I think, a really powerful testament to the technology that you've brought to the market here. And Ali, I know I was supposed to let you walk you through this. I'm sorry. I will let you continue on here. No, I'm I'm happy to throw it back to you after this. But I just was thinking while Stephen was talking that this reminds me so much of like every, you know, like really, really, really well-known, um, well-studied and like clinically trialed, you know, treatment or protocol or whatever it is where um, it works different it works differently for everyone. Right. And it might impact you differently than it impacts me. And it might take, you know, I might feel better immediately and somebody else, it might take, you know, 90 days, whatever that looks like. And like, even with Dapsone, I was, um, on the phone with Dr. Horowitz this morning. So I just finished quad Dapsone. I did Dapsone, double Dapsone and quad Dapsone. Um, and I'm starting to feel better not 100%, but I guess for most people, it takes about 30 days to see like the really the full effect and they don't even notice any change seven days out. Um, so it's just interesting to compare. And it's, it, it's interesting to, to hear about how in a way, even though it's completely different, it's technology, frequency, et cetera. Um, I don't know, like as a patient and for listeners, like for me, it's easier to wrap my brain around it, like in that context, I guess it like normalizes it a little bit more. Um, I do want to go back to though, um, your journey with your daughter and your grandchildren. I'm curious before we move on, just at what point, I guess, after your daughter was diagnosed with Lyme after like this treacherous journey of trying to figure out what was wrong with her and get her help, um, after her diagnosis, I guess, at what point did it click for you that this is what was impacting your grandchildren too? Well, I, I didn't know I was stumped. And so I had a friend that worked at a university. She actually ran the medical um, clinic that was on the university on the campus. And I asked her, I says, is there any way that you could run some kind of tests on my daughter to see if you can find something? Because nobody's finding it. And so she said, yes. And she came back and she said, hey, I found a couple markers that would lead me to think she might have Lyme disease. Mm -hmm. My response was, what the heck is Lyme disease? <laughs> I, I was totally off the radar with Lyme disease. I had no idea, no doctors, nobody talks about it. And they still don't. And so that's, that, was the, that was the trigger for me. That's, where I, that's where how I got, got turned on to Lyme disease. Did you go wild and research when you heard about the term Lyme disease, you know, being desperate to help your, your daughter and your grandchildren at that point? Oh, yeah. But totally with total excitement, because now all of a sudden we know what it is. There's got to be a solution. And then you we went out for two years doing what everybody else is doing and with no results. Like, you know, you might get glimpses here and there, but nothing sticks. 
And so I happen to know a little bit about frequencies for balancing the brain. And I didn't really know anything about the frequencies themselves, but I was in that, that sandbox. And so I said, so frequencies, why not? Can't we do something with that? And so we hooked up with a guy who was playing with something that I got very excited about. And that's how we started to go down this particular path. So let me ask you some background questions here, Stephen, because I'll tell you, if this were three and a half years ago and we were talking to you, I'd be like, that guy's crazy. This doesn't work, right? But now I'm a firm believer in a lot of alternative medicine, including frequency therapy. I mean, it's been proven by hundreds of our guests on this podcast. So people that are new to the Lyme community or listening that aren't really in this community and, and hearing this information, if you can just give us a little background and context, right? So frequency therapy, what is it? What is a frequency how does it work? It's, I know it's a combination of light and frequencies, and they can have healing properties at a high level. But can you just explain at a very simple level, what is a frequency and how can it be used to heal from a disease or recover from a disease? How can it kill a pathogen in the body? It doesn't. And so we don't kill anything in the body. We just got off a call with Stanford as well. And we had a, a discussion about this specific, this specific issue. And the way that I had somebody on the call with me, Dr. Robert Cass, and the way that he explained it was it's like a vaccine. A vaccine originally, he was saying, that was designed to trigger a response with the immune system. So the immune system recognized the problem, and then it would go seek out the problem and you would get better. And that's not, that's not, that's what we're doing as well those pathways have just been broken. We're connecting the dots for your immune system to recognize the problem. Like Dr. Klinghart once told me, he said, I can see one of the frequencies that you're using. It's almost like a cheerleader stands up in the middle of the problem and starts shouting out to the immune system until the immune system recognizes it. I know that's not very medical term type language, but that's really what's happening. We're just waking things up with the immune system. So mm -hmm. it goes and does the job it was created to do in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like I it's love that. that simple. I mean, but it, no, but it's, it, although it wasn't scientific, right? The cheerleader example, I love it because it's essentially telling your immune system, hey, you have a ton of pathogens. You have Lyme, you have Bartonella, you have BC, you have EBV. You need to do what you were designed to do. Hone in on them and go take care of it and clean it up. That's what our bodies were designed to do. So it's helping us re re, you know, come to this place of homeostasis and balance and restoring our bodies to do what they were designed to do. And we've seen a lot of this under the microscope and, and other scientific studies have proven when you introduce frequencies into the bloodstream, into the body, into our tissues, it does invoke the immune system to respond, right? So there's science behind this as well, but you explained it at a very simple level that even I can understand. So thank you for that. That was a really good analogy. And the reason that we went the way, when you turn on our device, you'll see red lights on the back. And people think that we're using red light therapy and we're not. We don't care really what the color is because we're just using it as a carrier. So we load up like on one of our packages that we use for helping your body recover when you sleep, it's got 202 different frequencies in it. And they're all going into the body at exactly the same time. And because you cannot, I, I don't care who you are, you cannot 
help people by looking at one thing at a time or trying to fix it one thing at a time. You know, in Canada, you can go to a doctor's office and they'll have a they'll have a sign at their front counter saying no lists. You only can go in and talk about one issue because they only have a limited amount of time before they have to have somebody else come through. And you you can't help people like that. Like you just yes. can't. Chronic illness is never just one thing. So if you are chronically ill, it is never just one thing. And that's the sad part about that approach we just described. But let's let's, let's geek out a little bit harder about this frequency therapy, because how I interpreted what you just said is that the light, it's a, it's a visible red light, but it's not red light therapy. And the light's purpose is essentially to just deliver over 200 frequencies into your body. Did I understand that correctly? That's right. And the reason we went that way is your body has been created to absorb light. Like the sun delivers frequencies that deliver all kinds of goodness into your body. Your body receives that. And so that was the point of entry. Then once you get in, your cells have been designed to retain low energy light. And when they retain our light, they retain our frequencies. And then it takes over from there. So we're back to the cellular theme. So we love Dr. Casey Kelly. She's a good friend of Ali's and she just did a Lyme hack for us. We do a Lyme hackathon and people can check it out at tickbootcamp.com slash hack where we have doctors and patients come on and give hacks. And her one of her, well, one of the tips in her Lyme hack was it's important to address cellular health when it comes to your nervous system and a lot of other things that go on in your body. Dr. Rolls, who we're a big fan of, says the same thing. And a lot of these leaders in the community keep saying it goes down to your cellular health, cellular congestion. If we can restore cellular health, our immune system can function better. Our body can function better. We can detox better, which is really what you're describing here, Stephen, I believe, is we got to get the light into the cells so it can deliver the frequencies that have that healing effect to invoke the immune system to see the bad stuff inside our cells. And we know Lyme is intracellular. We know Lyme goes inside the cells. Is that what, is that kind of what you're describing here? It's really cool to see this come together. Yes. And, but it's really providing that information. So we're piggybacking the cells to go through your immune system, to go through your whole system in order for your immune to kick into gear. Like that's what, that's our target. Our target is to help the immune system do right. the job it was created to do. And these cells are circulating throughout your entire body and therefore bringing these frequencies throughout your body and then honing in the immune system to your entire body as a whole, not just a particular organ or part of your body, you're saying, correct? That's correct. So, Ali, do you have any questions before I keep going on? Because I don't want to I don't want to dominate here. I, I'm known for that. and I apologize. Not yet. <laughs> All right. Jump in. Talk over me. Everybody knows how we are. So everybody would appreciate that if you want to just come I'll right let in. The, I'll let the Italian come out. <laughs> So, Stephen, I, I want to understand a little bit more about these frequencies, right? So we're going to get into more detail about your products and the different modes they have and the success various people have had. And we have a lot of information. Your website is brilliant. The testimonies are, are amazing and extremely inspirational. But to understand this better so people can, uh, you know, really understand. And I, and I think a, one of the big problems about, about this type of te technology is there's a there's a great barrier to entry. I've said, if this were me three and a half years ago, I never would have adopted a technology like this. Today, I am super interested in your product, right? So how do we overcome that barrier to entry for people who are new to the community? And I think the way we do that is by describing it like you are, so people can understand it and therefore give it a shot, because this is a very low risk modality. The risks to something like this is far less than something like, let's say, uh, disulfiram, right? Which can have some other 
potential negative consequences, which is a good drug. A lot of people have gotten to remission from disulfiram, like our friend Brooke from Generation Lime, but that's something that's a little more risky, I feel like, than, than frequency therapy. So knowing that the risk is pretty low and the reward is potentially pretty great for something like this, understanding how light works to deliver the frequencies, I think the next thing we need to discuss is we understand these frequencies invoke the immune system, but why so many? You said over 200 frequencies. What is a frequency? And how do they actually invoke the immune system? Like, what's the idea behind all that, right? And why do we need so many frequencies to be effective in overcoming chronic Lyme disease? Well, the 202 frequencies was in a different, in one of our other products. With the Lyme product, I think we've got 74 different frequencies that are in there. And we ended up building our own capture device. So I capture our frequencies. And so we'll take the raw material, put it into our chamber, digitize it, get rid of all the noise that we don't want. And then we grab that frequency and that's what we use. And that's the information that's put in the body. You got to remember, we're just putting information into your system. We could never do any kind of harm. The only reason people have a, a reaction is it's a Herxheimer reaction where, you know, the body's trying to get up, get rid of the die off. Like that's the biggest issue that they face. One of the things that we face with frequencies or not with frequencies, but People have lots going on, and our focus is about Lyme disease. And believe me, there's enough going on with just Lyme disease to keep us busy. But there's a lot more that goes on in, the, in your body, particularly when Lyme is present, because it compromises your immune system so much, it allows other things to come in and attack. And so, you know, that was one of the things that we found when we went to the Bay Area. We tested 98% of the people that we tested from Lyme support groups had mold. Well, we can deal with all your Lyme, but they're still going to feel kind of not very good, right? Because now they've got the mold to deal with. They don't know because they think everything is caused by Lyme disease. Yep. And so if you don't capture everything and get rid of it, well, then it didn't work. And so we had to go to work and come up with a frequency package that we included in the Lyme to deal with mold. And we're very successful with that. So you're saying that your frequencies on your Lyme protocol not only address Lyme disease and co-infections, but they address mold as well, which is one of the biggest things people are either A, unsure of if it's impacting your health, or B, know it is. And this will kind of address all of those because you realize it was a concern and then, then fine-tune your frequencies to address that as well. That's right. And parasites. And parasites. So we're going to come back to that. I'm writing that down for a few, you know to expand upon. But I do want to I do want to bounce back to what you said earlier, where you refine these frequencies in the chamber to make them pure to eliminate the risk. Can you just expand upon that and explain it in a little more simpler terms for me? Because I was fascinated by it, but I don't know that I fully understood what you said about taking those frequencies, putting them in the chamber, purifying them, and then putting them into your body as messengers or communicators of information. Okay. Well. We don't purify them. What we do is we grab, I can grab any, any frequency from any live item or any natural item. You can't grab it from a pharmaceutical, anything that's been man-made because they don't really have frequencies. And so it's difficult. And so we grab our, we grab what we think is going to do the job and we package them all together. We've, we've built our technology around being able to do this because there's nothing else out there that does what we do. You can put individual frequencies into the body, but that really doesn't get you where you really need to get. 
you need to deal with the, with with all of them and they hide it's not like this is people don't understand but there's a war going on in your system and they're smart like you have to look at it this disease like that because it's very difficult as you know to, in fact i don't know of anybody getting rid of lyme disease unless they do it in the first week i've never come across it yeah. And so essentially, I, I just want to recap that. So what you're saying is you you have a grouping of frequencies which are known to wake up the immune system to Lyme. And you package that with another grouping of frequencies, which is known to awaken the immune system for maybe Bartonella and other co-infections. And then you group that with another set of frequencies, which is known to waken, awaken the immune system to target mycotoxins and then help your body to detox them out. Right, And that's how you package this all together based on your research. And then you take that science-backed research to deliver these frequencies, which essentially just help your body do what it's supposed to do and target a wide variety of things, not just Lyme disease, correct? That's right. And we do that, we do that in such a way that there's the right, there's the right time of day to apply certain frequencies to your body. Really? And the reason why does that matter? Well, your body reacts at different times to different things that are just naturally being brought into your system just from the world hmm. and so our our product because it just keeps repeating we always hit those marks and if you don't hit those marks you're not going to be effective frequency medicine is an exact science you can't be close you need to be right over the target and so you know with some of those frequencies that go into the body maybe the maybe the body doesn't have an issue with those but we put them through anyway because if there's no issue to, to, to address, the frequencies don't do anything. It's no just harm, no foul, right? It's just there. It's not doing any, it's not doing any good or bad if you don't need it. But if you need it, it's there to help you, right? That's right. That's right. Wow. So I am learning so much. I thought I came well prepared for this interview, but I had no idea about any of this. So you're just blowing our minds here, Stephen. So the other component I want to ask you is, so, you know, look, we know free medic has been around for a while. We know celebrities like Yolanda Hadid have used it and tout that this is, you know, a really powerful tool to help people overcome their chronic Lyme journey. But talk to us about the team of people you have behind you as the founder and CEO of Freemedica, right? You, it sounds like you have a team of researchers and doctors that are constantly doing work to improve your product. You went from, you had a first generation device, then you went to a second generation Wave Force One. Now you have the Wave One, and I think you're coming out with the Wave Two pretty soon if it hasn't already. So you're constantly putting research efforts into fine tuning your products to help people. If you could just take a minute to speak to your team, the science behind it with the, with the professionals, and how you're constantly evolving your product to further help people in their chronic Lyme journeys. Okay, first, we're a tech company. We're not a medical company. I'm not a doctor. And, you know, this whole thing started just out of pure desperation for my family. And so I kind of lost my, where I was going. No, with. I mean, look, that you're, you're a tech company. You're not a medical company, which is, to me, as a somebody who deals with Lyme, I look at it like, well, hey, if you're a tech company that can make me feel better, then I don't care what you call yourself, right? Because you're helping people who are sick. I'm just being blunt, right? And that's, that's, that's where you are with your family. So just to speak to the team you have behind you, the researchers, the technicians, the, you know, the IT people, right? The, the, the MDs, whoever's on your team, and you're constantly improving your product to refine it, to make it even better at addressing specifically chronic Lyme. Because although you address a lot of other things, you really are focused on Lyme disease, which has, you know, as I think it was 2020, over 2 million people in the US alone were suffering from chronic Lyme. So, I mean, this is a huge problem that you're really focusing in on this specific 
medical problem and chronic illness, you know, world of Lyme disease, right? That's right. So our team, we're not, when I come out, like with the wave two, a different device, our team is developing different hardware, different ways of delivering the same frequencies. And so we don't have a team. We're not sitting playing with our, we've got something that works. We're not adding to our frequency packages. We're not deleting. We know it works. And so what we do is we find better ways to deliver. And so that's, we keep getting a little smaller, right? And so it just makes it a little bit more convenient. The next one that comes out is going to have a screen so you can see what you're doing. You can start picking different things. But one of the things that we're very we're really tough about is we can give you other packages that will help you sleep, get rid of pain, those types of things. But what we found is that people with Lyme disease, they will go to those before they'll actually go to the program because the program's uncomfortable. Those other packages that we give you, it brings relief, but it's not going to get you better. And so when we launch our next program, it'll be, you do your Lyme, and you do that for the day, which is only an hour and a half, then it unlocks all the other packages and you can use them at your at your leisure. But in 24 hours, they all lock again and you have to do your program. If you don't do your program, then they don't unlock. But the more important thing is if you don't do it the way we ask, you're not going to see the results that we tell you you should expect. And that's just the nature of our technology. And I get it. I mean, being there when you're bed bound, you want immediate relief. So if I find something that's truly a Band-Aid, as you're describing it, I'm going to keep using that Band-Aid and go, why aren't I getting better? Why am I dependent on this? And you're saying, hey, I get it, but you have to go through the line protocol. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in that cycle of needing it for relief because they're just addressing the sleep and the pain, but not the root cause, right? So I mean, this is just so, I, so many points I want to bounce back to. And again, Ali, yell at me anytime and jump in because I have so many questions in my head. Biofilm. Right. We interviewed Dr. Ava Shapi, who just blew our minds about bio, how smart the Lyme bacteria can be. Yeah. You know, it shapeshifts. It goes from, I mean, immediately within seconds of antibiotics being introduced into your system, it goes from a spirochete to a round or a, uh, you know, a cell deficient, you know, form. It then can drill into your cells. It can, it can form biofilms, which are these community, a biofilm is a community of things. It's got Lyme, parasites, co-infections, viruses, and the biofilms communicate with each other. They deploy these little things to kind of con confuse your immune system that come out outside of it. So your immune system doesn't even see it. How does free medica and how does specifically frequency therapy that frequency, you know, technology that you're utilizing overcome how smart the Lyme bacteria is to penetrate biofilm and the round cyst form and the spirochete form and all these things that make it so advanced that evade the immune system essentially. Because your immune system, when it's operating at its peak, is way smarter than a Lyme disease and all those co-infections. It's just that it's been compromised and it can be compromised by lots of things. It doesn't have to be compromised by Lyme. And so all we're doing is bringing back the communication to the immune system so it can operate at the capacity it was designed to operate at. And when it does, those things can't hide. They can yeah. hide from us. So we can't see if they're there or not when we're testing or certain things, but it can't hide from a fully operational immune system. It just can't. And that's consistent with all these researchers, right? Professor Shapi and you know even Dr. McDonald, who just just came out with this paper about about you know Lyme and, and cancer again that he published. 
they're all saying your immune system, if properly functioning, can deal with things like biofilm, right? It can it can generate these macrophages, which can find out find and seek out these biofilms and eat them up essentially, right? But you just have to get your immune system in a place where it can do it. And that's what you're describing here. So the other part of this is, I want to kind of have a fun debate with you. And I'm curious what your thoughts are. I am hesitant to say anything is a cure for Lyme disease. And I know you seem to agree that it takes time, right? You said it took 90 days for your daughter to get better and your grandchildren to get better. But I'm of the belief that if there are certain things that we're dealing with as bio-individuals that aren't addressed by your frequency therapy, but we we know you're constantly making improvements. If it's, if it's something beyond mold and parasites and maybe Epstein-Barr virus and any tick-borne illness, maybe it's an activation of an autoimmune disease, maybe it's air loss, down loss syndrome, maybe it's some other condition that you would have had regardless that got amplified because of the tick-borne illness and those other things. Is this going to be a cure for that person? no matter how long they use it. And, I, and that's the question I really want to ask you is, will this cure everybody in time that has chronic Lyme, knowing that chronic Lyme is never just Borrelia burgdorferi? Well, I don't want to say that, I don't know whether people are completely cured with what they have. We see the reports that come back in for people that go out and get retested after our technology and everything that they had pre is gone. And so that's what we base our success on. And some people, you know, will it get rid of all the co-infections? Well, I don't know. I mean, are all co-infections Lyme related? I don't know. I mean, you can sure have a parasite without having Lyme disease or yep. mold without Lyme disease. And that's the problem that we face because like I said earlier, everybody thinks everything relates to Lyme disease and indirectly it does only to the point where Lyme compromises your immune system so bad that it allows other things to come in and attack, but everything isn't because of Lyme. There's other things that go on. So in those cases where people have a wide variety of things going on, can this, do you believe that the, the wave one device in free Medica is a hundred percent going to capture everybody and get them back to their health? Or do you think there's going to be outliers? And, and let me give you some more information why I'm asking this, right? We interviewed Dr. Marty Ross with actually Jenny Butaccio, Ali, you know, who is from Chicago, who is, we met through Ali and she's a brilliant mind. And Dr. Marty Ross is brilliant. And yeah. he blew us away by saying to us, look, people are going to get mad hearing this on your podcast, but I have patients that I have to evaluate and say, their symptoms are most consistent with bacterial overgrowth and fungus. Their symptoms are most consistent with mold. I'm going to target that first. And you know what? After he addresses that, they their symptoms subside. And when he tests them, the Lyme is negative. And his argument was, it's not just the one thing. I have to find what is most prominent, address that. And mm -hmm. as I take the stress off the body and I reduce the pathogenic load on the body, your immune system can gobble up the Lyme on its own if I get your body healthy enough. And I think that's what you're arguing here, Steve. That's why I'm trying to have this you know, discussion with you. Of, I know there's more than just Lyme, but I think if we can get our toxic bucket down enough with you know something like the Wave 1 device that is so broad, maybe our immune system can handle what's left that your frequencies aren't addressing. That's kind of where my head is at. What do you think about that? Well, that's we, we go down the same path. We look at it as you deal with the Lyme, then you can start, then the body can start to deal with some of these other issues, but also other doctors can now come in and have some success with dealing with some of these issues that are not Lyme related, but they come in to deal with issues that are when they have Lyme 
And the immune system is so compromised that they don't get the success that they think that they should get in the direction they go. And so our plan is deal with the Lyme. And then if you have another issue, go to your doctor and they'll be able to deal with that. A lot of people will come back and they'll say, oh, I think it's back. And a very common thing is your thyroid. People go to their doctor and it turns out to be their thyroid. I don't have frequencies that are going to deal with, like we've never gone down that path. You know, people ask me, what's the difference between us and other frequency technologies? And, you know, I'm a total believer in frequency medicine, we'll call it. I think that that, that is just the coolest space to be in. And everybody that's out there in our space, the difference is focus. Our focus was on Lyme disease. Like I didn't care about any other disease. I was trying to help my kids. And so I think that was very beneficial to us to be so focused Mm -hmm. because now we've learned some things that now I can go into other areas that have nothing to do with Lyme and bring success, which is really interesting. And that's what we need is more people channeling their energy into Lyme and tick-borne disease um, into that sector. You know, that's what we need as a community. And, you know, I it's funny because Matt and I were talking about this earlier, like on Instagram, I get tons and tons of messages from people saying, what's the one thing that helped you? Like, what's the one thing that helped you get better? And in reality, you know, it's like peeling an onion, everything has its place and everybody, everybody, everything has helped me, you know, along the way, some definitely more than others, but, um, I think there's a time and place for everything. And this sounds like it could be a massive key for people and a massive puzzle piece on their journey to healing. Um, so I think that's a pretty big deal. It is a big deal. And, you know, people get reinfected with Lyme as well. Yeah, they just don't put two and two together, but Mm -hmm. they do. And particularly out east, you know, I have a I have a friend in Boston and he says to me every time he goes to get wood or move something in his backyard, he wonders if this is the day I get. Yeah. Well, they say this summer is going to be our worst tick season yet, and I I believe it. Um, I always have like an outpouring of people that will reach out to me that unfortunately get tick bites. I know Matt and Rich do too through, um, tick boot camp, And with the questions of like, what should I do? Should I panic? How do I, you know, um, remove it and all the things. And I've already gotten so many of those messages and it's only May. And actually last week, my, one of my parents poodles was bit by a tick, um, here in Tennessee. And thankfully, you know, he gets like the vaccines and the, you know, all the things. And then, Sure enough, the next day wakes up um, and he had blisters all over his paw pads and 103 fever. My mom rushed him to like the emergency vet. And thankfully they had the knowledge like to take it very seriously. Um, But yeah, sure enough, tick-borne infection. Um, So yeah, I think it's going to be a bad, bad season. Well, we've had great, great success with horses. (laughs) Hey, I'll... I will we put the Nikki on the dog. <laughs> we take the wave one, we strap it on its neck. Oh my and God. That's so interesting. And the, and the trainers are blown away. They say, you know, when we're training our horses when they were sick, it's like you had to make them work. 
Yeah. He's, now they come to play. They come to work. That's what they want to do. They've got all their energy back. It's great. That's so good. Oh, I have that, such a soft spot for animals. That is wild. So where you, you where, when you, so talk us more about what this looks like, right? Because I know we can see it on your background, but our listeners don't, can't see that. So it started off as this bigger machine, but now that with the wave one, it's as is now before the wave two coming out in the near future, it's just like what around your ankle or your wrist, you know, describe what it, describe what it is for our listeners that can't see the, the computer screen right now. Can you see that? We can. Okay. So this is the device. This is our, our firmware and you can strap it on anywhere on the body because it's systemic. And so we just need to get the light in the cells because the cells will do all the work. And so it's really, really simple. I strap it on when I go to bed. I've never had Lyme disease, just so you know. And I didn't, I didn't wear the device in the beginning because, you know, it was for Lyme disease. I didn't have it. But then the doctors that, I've never gone out and approached a doctor with our tech, but we have a lot of doctors that are engaged with our company because they reached out to us and said, hey, we need to understand what that is because our patients are getting better. Mm-hmm. And one of the most common threads with all these doctors is they've never seen inflammation markers drop mm-hmm. so dramatically. They said there's nothing on the planet. One example for, and I'm just using a number. I don't even know the background of the number. So I'm just sharing what I was shared. But they've got inflammation markers of 34 and it drops to four. Wow. She said there is nothing that can do that. And I understand why why it drops because what's causing the inflammation you know mm-hmm. it's it's the it's it's the lime itself it's the parasites it's the different things that come along with these co-infections that are causing the problem and i got to tell you i started i once i understood that i i never am off don't i never i always have my wave one on always because inflammation is the precursor to all disease. Mm-hmm. And so if I can, if I can contribute to keeping that under control, well, that's just one more thing that's going to help us live a little healthier life. Hmm. That's so why we put parasites the way we do. So just to, to recap for our listeners, Oops. it was literally the size of a, a small computer mouse that was flat, essentially, right? So to me, it looks like the size of a computer mouse that is flat and it, it, to me, it's, it looks like a mouse because it has the little red light. And if you have like a wireless digital mouse, it has that little light at the bottom, right? So that's, it's, it's a small little mouse that can strap on your, your ankle, your wrist, anywhere in your body, right? That's right. Here's a, pretty, here's a trick. Oh, sorry, Allie. No, I just was saying it's pretty neat that you can fit that technology like into that tiny little thing. I just think that's incredible. Oh, it gets smaller. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. Coming soon. So... Tell us about how long, all right, so somebody's listening, they're really intrigued, they, they're looking at buying this, but they're, they want to know more. How long, if I were to buy this product and I were to start it on Saturday, how long would I have to wear this thing every single day? Well, the way that our new program works is one minute, you're going to detox. The next minute, you're going to get hit with 100% of just pure Lyme and co-infection frequencies. Hmm. Then you're going to go for 60 minutes of just a bunch of stuff that's going to make you feel good. 
It's going to help you. It's going to help your lymph drain. It's going to create a situation. It's going to calm down all your organs. You're going to sleep better. And so the first day, it's one hour and two minutes. The second day, it goes two minutes by two minutes by 60. And each day it moves up one minute because the goal is to get you at 30 minutes. And we get you at 30 minutes, then you're going to be golden with, with, uh, with how you're feeling. And, you know, some people get a start to feel better in that 30 days. Some people it takes 60 days because their body, like I said, it depends where the Lyme is, how long you've had it, how the die off is, you know, how fast you're getting rid of those toxins. And so it just takes a little bit of time, but everybody's body's different, but the end result is consistent. Mm -hmm. And so it puts everybody on the same playing field because they feel better. They're at a place having to battle line. So it's that one hour to start with in a little bit. So is the goal to get to an hour and a half or is it, I I want to make sure I understood you correctly. Two hours. Oh, two hours. Okay. So the goal is to get you starting at an hour, ending up two hours a day, right? That's correct. Okay. So how does that second piece you described where it's wakening up your organs, it's helping you detox, it almost sounds too good to be true, right? How do, how do these frequencies do that? How do they help you detox? Because we know heavy metals are a big part of this, right? So we know mold's a big part of this. And we have to detox the mycotoxins, the 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 chemicals we come into contact every single day. And it sounds like you have frequencies that address that. So is that just doing the same thing where it's telling the immune system, hey, go look for a heavy metal. Hey, go look for a mycotoxin. Hey, go look for all these things that the modern world brings into our system that we haven't had before. And is that how you're you're constantly refining this tech to get even deeper than just Borelli Burgdorferi and to get the whole big picture that is chronic Lyme? Yeah, we want the, we want the immune system to see the problem. And at that particular time, it's not the metals, it's not the toxins, it's there's no place for them to go. And so it, it, so the immune system starts to look for ways to get it out of your system. So it goes to its natural place through your limbs. You just need to get that drainage flowing. And that's what we do. And when I say detox, that's what we're doing in those first, in those first minutes is we're getting your body to where it, we're preparing it to receive, to be able to get rid of the toxins, because otherwise you're going to herx. And the reason we went to a minute by minute is because some people are so sensitive. Mm -hmm. They can't wear our product for more than a minute. They have to take it off. Wow. And so it's, 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 and it's just information. It's just that you've got an overload, you know, of, uh, of the Lyme in your system. And so we just slowed it all down because you used to get way more at once. (laughs) So when you did it with your daughter at first and yep. she reacted with that rash, have you advanced your tech? So now if your daughter were to get it, maybe she wouldn't have had as bad of a Herxheimer reaction because you've now fine tuned it to not be as aggressive to result in such a extreme Herx like the rashes she broke out in? Yeah. In the beginning, we didn't even consider about the drainage and about the Herxine. We were just looking at the Lyme. And when we saw the issues that are around that for people, when you're trying to get better, that's when we started to advancing the technology in 2016. And so we've been doing this for a while. So we've got to a place right now where we're very comfortable with the results. We're comfortable with what people have to go through. And you know what? The unfortunate thing with Lyme is chances are, it doesn't matter if you're using our tech or something else. 
you, there's a really good chance that you're going to herx. And I don't know why, I don't know why it is, but I never see kids herx. Hmm. Like with our technology. And I, I just think it's, they just haven't had been around long enough for the body to have had so much damage or your limbs, they're probably still have pretty good drainage. And like, they just haven't had the wear and tear over the years that somebody like me might have. But let's explore that because the word herx can be very triggering, I've learned in the Lyme community, for me as well, right? So when I think, and I talked about this with Ali, like, so for example, somebody, you know, you, t- you take something and it says, you know, hey, make may make you dizzy, or hey, you may herx. You think back to when you were your worst and you go, I can't feel that way again. And then you just write it off, right? But a herx doesn't mean you're going to be bed bound and crippled again if you're back to having some quality of life. So just if you can walk that, you know, walk us through that, what that means, your Herxheimer reaction from these frequencies doesn't mean you're going to be bed bound if you're functioning. It just means maybe a little bit more, you know, achy, a little bit more and, you know, a little bit more maybe flared up a little bit, but you can still manage that by throttling the protocol if necessary, right? I don't want to scare people away by hearing, oh, you're going to Herx no matter what, because you have to heal. That can be scary to somebody who's really sick and who's been through it really, really badly. That's right. They're, if they do herx, it's it's pretty mild, and we don't we don't hear much of it. And that was a big debate in our company. You know, there's only a few people that would complain about the herxing, and so we just tried to make it easier for them. Even though there was only a few, and we you have to weigh that, right? I mean, like we're a small company, and so every time we go to redevelop something, you know, the, there's a there's an expense to that, but. We felt as a team that it doesn't matter how many, if there's one, and if we think that we can fix that, let's fix it. And so with that attitude, what happens is we ended up developing to fix something for sensitive people. We have now something for everybody that's going to be more sensitive, but it's also going to get them better faster. Like, it's interesting what happened with 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 going down this path. We just found something a little bit better. We didn't change our formulation. It's all just about timing on how it's being delivered. Yeah, so I, I, what, the other analogy I want to use here is some of the comments that I'm just trying to anticipate what people are going to ask about this podcast interview. When it comes to neuroplasticity and brain retraining, there's so many people out there that do a very similar thing, right? You have primal trust, you have Gupta, you have DNRS, you have vital side, you have reorigin. And, P- and we, we, we got like seven of these yesterday on, on Instagram alone. Which one should I use? Which one is the best? And it's a hard, it's a hard question to answer because people have had success with numerous of them, right? But I think with this is a little bit different. And in your world, your space, you know, some of the I will call it competition, right? It's gonna be things like maybe, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think rife and am coil. And products like that are in your market as maybe competitors, right? So what's different about Free Medica and Wave 1 and the soon-to-be Wave 2 compared to the, you know, Rife technology and Amcoil and things like that? Focus. Those, those, those technologies, the Rife is a single shot. Like they're doing something that's totally different than what we're doing. And it's in the way we deliver. And it's the way we package. But primarily, it's our focus. We are focused on Lyme disease. Rife is not focused on Lyme disease. They're focused on many things. And so I I applaud everybody in the field with frequencies because nobody experiences an easy market because frequencies, you know, they're, they're difficult. That's why our approach 
here's how I used to, before COVID, I used to go to a Lyme support group, share a story of hope, which is the hope of the story of my family. Then I would answer any questions that they had. Then we would make them put their names in a hat and I would do a draw. And then we would give that person a device. And this is what shocks everybody. Then I come back in 90 days and I stand up on the front of the room with them while they share their experience, good or bad. Hmm. And we don't, we're in for the long haul with the people that use our tech. If you buy our tech, there's always somebody at the other end of that call, end of that phone to help you through any experience that you might be having with our technology. Then COVID came and it removed us from the ability to get in front of people with Lyme disease. They don't hang out on Zoom calls. They don't hang out in those markets. It's very difficult to find them. This, they stopped meeting except their little private Zoom calls. And But even that started to go away a little bit. And so we just started this spring and we did it. I said, you know what? Let's give them all a, an opportunity. Let's contact Lyme support groups, which is a difficult task to begin with. <laughs> and let's find two people and let's give them each a device. And one is with the Nikki, and one is with our new, or not the Nikki. one is with wave one, and one is with wave two. And they're two different housing, same programs. And that's what people start to talk about. And so there's people in those Lyme groups that are watching those two individuals. They see them getting better. The proof is in the pudding. I mean, like it really is, it either works or it doesn't. It doesn't matter what kind of story I can spin. It doesn't matter what the frequencies are or how we deliver them. They're really looking for the result mm -hmm. is really what people are looking for. And we deliver that. We wouldn't be giving technology away to Lyme support groups and say, hey, try this if we didn't believe it worked because you're going to get shut down real quick. Because, you know, people get on chat lines, they do this, they do that. It either works or it doesn't. And we're still here because it works. Anytime people want to give it a try. And there's a big debate between me and one of my partners. I believe that 100% of the people that put this on receive a benefit. Mm -hmm. Will they be totally healed from everything that they, get, that they have? Well, no. Do they think that everything they have is from Lyme? Yes, that's the unfortunate part. But you know what? They do start finding that relief. And once they've got it, you can't buy it back from them mm -hmm. because it's helping them. And they really notice that we've had people send it back in 30 days and say, you know what? It's just not doing anything for me. And then get back to us in 30 days and say, I'd like to buy it back because they notice that they're getting worse again. And so it's really interesting the way that we see people use our tech and their responses. But I believe that everybody receives the benefit because frequencies are good. I know what we're putting into the body and your immune system is getting the help it needs in lots of areas. Yeah, I, my, my one comment on this is I'll never forget when I looked at Amcoil many years ago, I'm, I'm around my brother frequently. My brother has a pacemaker. And I remember them saying, if you're around anybody who has a pacemaker and you even have it near you within a certain radius, it can be harmful and it can interfere with the pacemaker. So I was always careful. You know, I really don't explore it any further. Is the wave 
and Freemetic are similar where if somebody has a pacemaker or a defibrillator or somebody like a, you know, maybe a grandmother that has something like that, is there still a concern there that these frequencies can disrupt pacemakers and, and you know, medical technology that people have in their bodies? Not at all. You got to always go back to the original point. It's just information. We're just helping the body think through health situations that it, it's, it's been traumatized, whether it's, you know, physical or it's been disrupted the communication. We're just bringing it back. And we prove that over and over. If you do use the technology the way that we suggest, well, you do find a path to more freedom in life. No question. So, Ali, do you have any questions? I don't want to, I have so many, but I'm going to, I think I'm going to step back for a, a few minutes and let you jump in here if you'd like, because I don't want to, I don't want to dominate the conversation. No, I think um, I've just kind of been listening to everything. Um, and I think it's interesting what you were saying about the patient groups and the patient support groups, and it, it can be very difficult to get in touch with them. But I think as far as helping patients help themselves and help each other, that's one of the best things that you can do. Um, you know, it's funny because I'm a, I'm a publicist by trade, focusing in healthcare, medical wellness, and the way that the tick-borne disease community and the Lyme community disseminates information is just so different than the media or really any other patient community. It's like they really trust each other um, over any kind of doctor or professional, which is interesting because you don't really see that anywhere else. Um, so I think that's a really critical piece of the journey. And I'm excited to hear more about how those patients do and I'm sure I'll hear echoes of it online, yeah. but it, it, what we've learned by doing what we've done with Lyme, which is think about it, Lyme disease, nobody else has gotten to as far as we've gotten with mm -hmm. helping people get some of their life back. Mm -hmm. And so we've learned how to deal with these frequencies and how to speak with the body in a little different way. And so now we've taken what we've learned on what we're doing with Lyme and we're applying it to sleep. Pain. individual things like parasites you know i just did a little a live blood study and we brought some in that had never used our technology and we tested them for three things i want to see what shape their immune system's in i want to see how much inflammation they have and i want to see if they have parasites because i believe that all three of those are very key to our health and so I'm the only one in the trial, in the test that uses frequencies. Mm -hmm. And so we did our baseline a month ago and at the baseline, they had parasites and I didn't. And so that was interesting to see that. And so yesterday we went in for our 30 day and it's very interesting on how our immune system is perking up, how our inflammation is going down mm -hmm. and the parasites for her were gone. And so I, I came into my team after I learned that and I, we tested our entire team and not one of us have parasites. Okay. <laughs> Nobody on our team has parasites. I'm really curious to see once I get through the full program, what the parasite situation looks like. I'll keep you guys updated. Allie, are you using it right now? Yeah, I have it. I just, I literally got out of the infrared sauna right before I came on this interview, but yes, I am. 
Oh, wow. So how many days, how many days in are you on this? Um, on only a week into it because I just finished App Zone. But... Oh, that's amazing. I can't wait to, to hear hear from you. And now that's even perfect because we're going to have you, Ali, uh, give some testimonies beyond this, right? We're going to have to have you give some updates. And by the time as much as what, we'll add it to the show notes, your experience. That's awesome. I will let the community know. But um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Everybody so, ends up with the story. There's no question. Yeah. yeah. So the one thing I could think of that that's maybe somebody be maybe perceiving this as a risk, right? So, you know, the way you described it, Stephen, is there, there really is no risk. If you're putting a frequency into you and you don't need it, it's not doing anything for you at all. If you need it, it's going to help you. And the only negative can be, hey, your immune system is working better. So you may have some temporary inflammation and Herxheimer reactions because it's working, right? Which we understand. But what about bad frequencies? We've had a lot of people on this podcast and a lot of doctors tell us that there are bad frequencies. You know, 5G, Wi-Fi, you know, taking, just taking your phone, taking, you know, AirPods, right? You put your AirPods in your ears and the EMFs they're saying are so damaging to cellular health. So I guess first, do you concur that there are, there is such a thing as bad frequencies when it comes to your health? Well, I think that there's, yeah, there's definitely frequencies that are going to be able to cause some damage. And a lot of it is the energy levels that they're on, like with our low energy, like we're approved all over the world because we're way under any kind of, we could never harm anybody, not with a frequency of any kind or with the EMFs that are coming off our, the devices. There's nothing that comes off this because there's no Bluetooth in it. And so we just launched one of our other products, which is called the Nikki. And the Nikki is a different form factor. It comes into a form like this. And this here, let me see if I can do this. Because essentially it looks like an Apple Watch, right? So the Nikki is okay. like a, an Apple Watch, yep. Except it's got a menu of different kind of different frequency sets. You can take one for sleep, for pain, for allergies, and they're profoundly good. And But this one here, my point on showing this one is you have to have Bluetooth when you have an app. And so the interesting thing with us is we designed our technology where the Bluetooth turns off. So there is, once you download the frequencies, there is no EMFs coming off this device because you can shut it off. Hmm. And we did that because people with Lyme disease, it really affects them. They can hmm. feel, they can feel the frequencies, the things that are coming off those blue off the Bluetooth they can feel it. Mm -hmm. And we had one gentleman and I want our trial said, Hey, I can't wear your device. I tested it and it's got, um, it's got too much EMF coming off. And so that was one of the things that we went to work quickly to redo our firmware, which is not an easy thing. So we can turn it off for people. And so that's what we did. And so that's something that just launched. I announced it next week, actually. And so, huh. That's wild. So do you, your wave one and your wave two do not use Bluetooth and they don't emit EMFs? Is that what you're saying? Or am I misunderstanding? No, no wave one does not emit those. And this here will be the form factor for the wave two. And so it's going to get, it's going to get easier. It's going to get, it's just going to get easier for people to be able to switch or switch things up to make sure that they're feeling optimum all of the time. So the wave two will have some sort of Bluetooth that turns on and off though, right? Is that what I'm hearing or no? That's right. Okay. 
Gotcha. So the wave one is totally Bluetooth list. The wave two will have it, but it's, it's, it's regulated to only turn on when it needs to update the frequency. So it has minimal impact, if any, on EMFs being, you know, trans transmitted to the body. But I just want, if you could just expand upon that. So an electromagnetic frequency, an EMF, we know can be harmful to people in line, in the Lyme community, especially if you have, if you have mass activation syndrome, many of us are super sensitive to that, but the frequencies emitted by the wave one and two intentionally, right? Those healing frequencies are far different than EMFs, right? So can you just oh, yeah. like, at a high level explain, you know, okay, EMFs are bad. We know we we generally understand that and accept that in the Lyme community. But how are your healing frequencies different? So we can we can dispel any false beliefs that maybe those those frequencies could have a negative impact if I'm really sensitive and I'm the anomaly. I'm I'm allergic, to, I'm sensitive to everything, right? Why is that not the case? Well, one the bad frequencies that we get, like people aren't dying from them. They're not falling, you know, they're not. <laughs> they've just, you know, you get enough exposure, you can have some health issues that it will, it'll, it'll just make them worse, anything that you already have. Like the, we've done quite a bit of research on particularly Bluetooth. And, you know, there's some issues, there's some issues around wearing those all the time. With ours, there, we just don't, we just don't have that that issue the frequencies that the energy is so low like we're under this we're under the radar for for all of it like we could never do any harm not like a g5 like there's a g5 tower right outside my window and i look at that and believe me we've got some thoughts on how we're going to help the body deal with all of those other kinds of frequencies it's really really interesting and it's going to work frequencies to counter the bad frequencies it sounds like that's right. We need that. <laughs> it's all about the cells, right? And so if you can load the cells with the right information, you're golden. Huh. That's the trick, <laughs> is getting the right information. Mm -hmm. I was told by one of our doctors that it was just a general, she was giving, helping me see something differently. And she said, look, every cell has like 30,000 receptors on it. Wow. Now, all of a sudden, I can relate to seeing a cell because I can picture that. And those receptors are all out there and they're looking for information. So if you can pass the right information past them, you're going to win. Mm -hmm. Wow. You're so. Cell. Sorry, Matt. Oh, no, no, you're good. I'm thinking out loud, Allie. So what were you, I'm sorry, what were you saying? I was just saying it's like you're programming the cell to have yeah. like all the information that you want it to have. That's right. It's kind of like the information that it needs because we're constantly giving it information that's not good for it. Mm -hmm. So we're just coming about it in a different way. We're learning to talk to the body. This is going to sound really out there, you guys. But we're learning to talk to the body in layman terms. No, it and, makes sense. And it's really interesting because you know what? I could sit here and start talking to you, Matt, and I could get your defenses up pretty quickly. And that's just using layman words. And so I'm causing an effect in communication within your body. Just like with you, Allie, I can sit here and get you feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. And that's just verbal communication. We don't mm -hmm. have to have the magic that pharmaceutical companies and other companies think that we need. I think there's a simpler way. And we're uncovering some things that are going to rock the system. Ben, yeah, we need it. <laughs> that is just wild. And I just want to share, because what I really liked about your website is the fact that you have that 30 day money back guarantee, right? So somebody can buy this if they want. And within 30 days, if they don't like it, they can simply send it back, right? And that's how much you believe in your product that 
people do it, right? Then maybe they buy it, they don't use it, they send it back because it, it just works, right? So there's, that's another cool piece about your services. There's that guarantee that, hey, send it back within 30 days and, and you're, you're good to go, right? That's right. And the cool thing is, we our program before was it was like a three phase program. You know, you did one month, you're going to detox and we're going to get your limbs going. We're going to just do really good things for the body. Then the next two months, we're going to deal with Lyme and all the co-infections. And so we used to give a 90 day money back guarantee, because if I just gave a 30 day, well, we haven't even started doing anything with Lyme yet. And yeah. so but today our new program, it all happens in 30 days. And so if you don't get the results that you're looking for in 30 days, send it back. Mm-hmm. We're good to go with that. We want you ha- not just happy. We want you happy and healthy. And uh, we only do that one way. And that's the win. To be absolutely. successful in your body. You really care and you really care deeply about, you know, the, I don't want to call them a patient because I know that you're not a doctor, but like about the patient's success for lack of a better term and about their healing journey. Um, and I like the fact that, you know, we mentioned like the pharmaceutical companies and like the other treatments available and all of these things. And I'm curious to hear from you talking about, um, just mentioning, like, I know you spoke with a doctor that was helping you see something differently. And obviously you run these tests and these trials, um, on the devices. And when you have either like approached medical practitioners, LMDs, like maybe Lyme groups, I guess in the past, what has their like response been to this, been to Fermedica? Well, I've been to, uh, a couple of trade shows where they're medical trade shows and they're very interested until you whip out an advice and then all of a sudden the interest falls away. And in fact, they can be quite rude. And, you know, I went to, I better, I, I'm going to tell a story. Oh, I better not tell a story, <laughs> but. How much trouble will it get you in the tell if you tell a story? Tell it. Okay. So I was at an event okay. and all these, all these different doctors got up and shared different things about their experience with Lyme disease and what they thought you needed to do. Mm. And which it just wasn't, it's all traditional stuff. And so I know because I went down those same paths that they were still recommending. And then one doctor got up and he, he was the last guy to speak. And he says, well, I think I'm about to offend a few people, but I just need you to just accept what I'm going to say and you can be mad at me or not. But he said, for everybody that's been sharing up here and for most of the community around Lyme disease, I got to just say you're full of shit. And that was his quote right up on stage. I love that guy because he's about trying to get the patient better. And, you know, we lose that. Like I see the doctors up here. There's, there's issues around the way they approach some of this stuff, particularly around Lyme disease. You know, a doctor in Canada can't even diagnose, they can't even bring it up. They're not allowed. They're not allowed to talk about Lyme disease. That's, that's, a, that's that a, a tragedy. That is a forbidden statement for medical doctors here in Canada. That's, that's yeah. I mean, it just, it just goes to show you, though, that the skepticism and the doubt that many people in the chronic Lyme community have is justified, right? Because there are a lot of snake oil salesmen out there. And that's the part that's so frustrating because we're all so sick and we all just want to get better. 
And unfortunately, so many people try to take advantage of that and exploit it, right? You go on social media looking for help and you put yourself out there as a Lyme warrior or a Lyme advocate or, you know, healing from Lyme. And you get all these people, you know, the, the, the MLMs coming at you and trying to sell products that may or may not help you. And it gets really overwhelming and confusing to people. So I think I, it's, you know, personally, I can say I understand the skepticism, which is why you can tell, Stephen, I've been kind of, you know, prompting you to combat some of the doubters out there. And these doubters have justified reasons to doubt anything, even when it comes to something valid like your products. I think that's the sad reality of, of where we are as a community in, in the Lyme world right now. But I just want to, I, I do want to talk about the price because a lot of people in the Lyme community are, are, you know, I spent a lot of money on things, you know, we talked about the money back guarantee, but what are we talking here for the price of the wave one? And what will the price of the wave two be? Are we talking like, you know, some of these things can be like, you know, 10 grand, you know, give us a ballpark cost here. If somebody were to go on your website and want to buy it and give it a shot. Well, we started at $2,500. That's when we started. And it's funny because I've had lots of people tell me to up the price. They can get a higher price from their patients. And I, my response to them, this was in San Francisco, was very simple. If you guys want to sell it for that price, go ahead. But if they come to my website, they'll find it for $2,500. And that's just the bottom line. My goal is to always get the price down. So now we're down to $1,500. And we just continue to push that down. And I know that right now we're getting ready to, I've only got a few of the wave ones left. And so we're going to let those go at $1,000. So we can let people get get into those, the ones that are just kind of sitting on the fence. Here's a chance. Take a chance on the technology. But then we're going to be coming out with the wave two. And the wave two will be on the smaller, on the smaller, on the smaller product. The results are profound on what we're getting. And you know, it's going to be, we haven't come, we haven't nailed the price on that yet, but it looks like it's going to be eleven hundred and fifty or maybe twelve hundred and fifty. Even cheaper than the wave one was. That's right. My goal is to get it down. If I could give it away, I would. But you know what? This is the hardest thing that I've I've been in business for a long time. I'm 66 years old. And I've been on my own a long time. And I got to tell you, once I got my kids back, I could have just stopped and continued on with my life. And life was fairly good in, at that particular moment in time. Today, it's hard because we've had to, I just did not realize, people say to me, why did you start with Lyme disease? Because it's hard. But you know what? Lyme chose me. And I believe that I was chosen for this because I have a heart for it. I met so many people that are struggling like my family was struggling, that there's no way I could just stop and leave those people there. Like, People that have mold, you know, they can't sell their homes. They've got Lyme. They haven't been able to work. And then I sit there and say it's $2,500. And, you know, I want to give it to them because they just don't have the money. Well, so we commend you for your work and we thank you for your work. I mean, the fact that you're in the space is huge. The fact that you've done this and you've given your life and your passion to, to give back after you got your family back to health. You could have walked away, like you said, but you didn't because you were so passionate. And that's a testament to the community, right? We had, we had a, a we always have these really perfect scenarios. Like today with you and Ali, it was just a, just a brilliant 
exchange and having all the right people together at the right time. But we've had people who came on this podcast. We had a co-host. She was saying she was, you know, she was in California. She was getting ready to sell her house. And this woman was bouncing around between Chicago and California and let her stay in her home. Met her for the first time. That's the kind of love that this community has. That's the kind of love, Stephen, that you're showing to this community. And I mean, it is 110% evident to Allie and I that you're just driven by passion and love and care to help people get their health back, right? Because health is a basic human right. And, you know, seeing it and how it affected your family, you just want to give back. And what better purpose in life than to help people regain their health when they're essentially debilitated, right? That is that is the ultimate calling in life. And that's the passion you pursued and you're doing it and you're saving lives. So, I mean, to me, it's just brilliant to hear your story, your background. I'm sad and sorry that your family had to go through this, but I'm thankful that they did because they brought you to this community to save our community, to help our community. So I don't want to get too mushy. I'll let Ali jump in again, but I'm just now I'm getting emotional myself. Well, I well, this is an emotional disease. This is not not that other diseases aren't emotional and bad and all of that, but Lyme is just something so different because the authorities are against it. The acknowledgement isn't there that chronic Lyme disease exists, like which was mind-boggling to me when I stepped into this. Just told, I could not I could not wrap my head around it, but it's hard. They're, they're, they've dug in their heels, and it's hard. And so we go at a very slow pace. We're helping people one at a time, and we will so we will we will win that. We will win doing it this way. Yeah, I think it's way more than one at a time. I think you're starting to scale more and more and helping more and more people as time goes on. And you know that no, when when is the wave two going to launch? Because people may be listening and may want to wait for the wave two release. So it's great that you know the wave one will be on sale for a thousand bucks on your website. But if they want to hold out for the wave two, when should they expect that to hit your website where they can potentially go and look to buy that? Well, we've got a program that if we've got a program right now today that's going to launch next week where we're bringing the wave one to the market, but we're giving a coupon out to people to buy it for a thousand dollars. And so we continue to come against our own bottom line to get the price down but the way, but the 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 wave 2 will be just a little bit more than that mm-hmm. and but once we get our feet wet once it's rolling out then we'll understand what those costs are a little bit more and if we can bring that price down we will yeah just for context so today is you know is May 10th right and this is pre-recorded so this is going to be dropping on June 21st a little over a month from now so by then that coupon will be out. You'll be selling the wave ones for about a thousand bucks. And the will the wave two be out for sale at that point by June 21st when this podcast launches? I would think that the wave two will have launched because we've only got 300 wave ones left. And so I would imagine that'll be all gone this month. Mm-hmm. And so next month we're already prepared and gearing up to launch the wave two, which is extremely exciting because there's just more functionality, right? That's wonderful. I mean. So we're going to we're going to put a link to all of this in the show notes but I just want to confirm and also share with our our listeners that your website is freemedica.com right f r e m e d i c a.com there's a ton of brilliant information on there we love following you on social media which I think your handle is a little bit different you're freemedica.1 is that correct on so on Instagram right f r e m e d i c a.1 right yep and, you know, they can go and, and read all of your brilliant content on social media. They can go read all your brilliant content on, on your website. 
And at a minimum, we encourage everybody just to go read a little bit more about your products, about frequency therapy, because again, I was so skeptical. I was one of those, oh, that can't be real, right? Now here I am today, I've become probably one of the most woo-woo people in the world where I was so anti this stuff. So I think we need to be open to these kind of these kind of healing modalities. Understanding, again, I love the whole risk versus reward model. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying antibiotics aren't a good tool. I've used them. I've used oral and IV antibiotics. However, there are there are risks to that. There are consequences to that, right? There are things you have to combat with that. What I like about this is with frequencies, the only thing you have to worry about is the Herx reaction. So it's something that's low risk. I think it's worth worth a shot. And, you know, I'm really, I'm really excited to have learned all this today, frankly, because I didn't understand frequencies at the level I now do thanks to you in this podcast interview. Now, like, do you have any, anything you want to add before we, we conclude? I just want to make sure you got all your questions in. No, I don't think so. I think I got most of what I wanted to talk about in. So I just want to, we know that if you have a wave one, your costs are going to stop. Like people with Lyme disease, you've got some pretty significant costs every month Mm -hmm. trying to just deal with life. And so, you know, those start to disappear as well. Yeah. Let's expand upon that. Right. I mean, chiropractic costs, you know, you know, all these different things, acupuncture, any pharmaceuticals you're taking, any any out-of-pocket supplements, right? Any out-of-pocket, anything alternative you're doing, CBD oil for inflammation, anything you're doing like, you know, curcumin, right? All those things could maybe not be needed because of the anti-inflammatory properties of these frequencies, and you're going to be saving money on that end. And I think that's something that we really didn't talk about, Stephen, which is really important. As your body starts to become less inflamed and as you start to heal, a lot of the money you're spending won't be needed anymore. So you're going to be saving over here, spending over here, but in the end, you're actually getting true healing and true health rather than getting these temporary relief modalities. Like, and again, I love chiropractic care. I'm not saying it's not a good tool, but you know, you may not need it all the time if you start to get your inflammation down, right? And that's that's the kind of balance here that we're talking about. Yeah. Even when we are talking about, um, you know, the cost of the devices, I was thinking to myself, like, when I was at my sickest, I was doing um, ozone therapy, which was, you know, $1,000 an IV or a treatment. So when you think about it, I mean, it really, if you can do something by, you know, a device and do the 30 day cycle and start to see improvements, I think that's a pretty incredible feat compared yeah. to all of the other million things that we do all of the time. So yeah, I mean, look, one SLT therapy is minimum three grand, right? And some people go through multiple SLT set, you know, sessions. So when you put in comparison, even at the old 2,500 bucks, now soon to be 1150 for the wave, wave two, one SLT is almost triple the price of the wave two, you know, that's, that's kind of wild when you think about it that way. So, you know, I know we've had you for a while, Stephen. I mean, I just want to say, first of all, well, first I want to thank Allie because she's my, she's just my favorite person in the Lyme community. Everybody knows it's, so I can say it publicly. <laughs> she's a brilliant person, a kind person, a caring person, a loving person who's just the most genuine, pure person I know who wants to help this community. So thank you, Allie, for everything you do. Thank you for co-hosting. Thank you for introducing us to Stephen because it was you who, who made the recommendation we bring Stephen onto this podcast. And I am so happy you did. And Stephen, I just want to thank you for opening up my mind and teaching me so much. I mean, we've done over 350 podcast episodes. Rich and I have been entrenched in this Lyme community in our free time learning from the experts, you know, these researchers at Yale and Harvard and, you know, all these doctors that that are really the leaders in the community, but we never truly understood frequency therapy until today. So I just want to let you know how much you've taught us, how brilliant we think you are. 
and how powerful we think you know your your tool can be to people in this community. So thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join our Tick Bootcamp podcast. We are really excited to see the launch of the Wave 2. And we are certainly going to do a lot more follow-ups to promote this episode and to promote, you know, the frequency therapy as a whole, because now our eyes have been open to, to this, this world of, of alternative healing with, with frequency. So thank you. Thank you, Stephen. And thank you, Ali, for joining our podcast. Hey, this was great. I really appreciate the conversation. That was really good. Thanks for letting me co-host, Matt. And you know that you are also my favorite person in this community. So this works out really, really well for me. I'm very lucky. And I feel lucky that we got to learn from Stephen for the last, I don't even know what time we started, but I feel lucky. That's all I can say.